Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that is going to help you become your best self. I believe it. I hope you believe it too. Today's episode, we are talking about the things that don't define you. So let's jump in to that. A lot of times, we will take on the burden of what has happened in our past and put that on us as who we are just in general as a person and our future. You know, we will believe that the things we had to go through, the people and the influence in our lives and our mistakes, let's not forget our mistakes, which are, I feel like one of the biggest burdens that we all put on ourselves, are what make us into the person we are. We believe that all this crap, like all this crap, is who we are because we just absorb it without considering anything else that makes up who we are. We just kind of throw it into the wind and we're like, okay, whatever. You know, it's like, oh, let me think about the 10 things that I did wrong in the past 10 years. Let me think about the people that I grew up with. Let me think about, you know, um, things that have happened to me that are outside of my control, right? Let me just focus on all those things and not focus on anything else, not focus on the talents and the gifts that I have, the things that I love and I'm passionate about, you know, the things that I'm thriving in. It's so interesting to me how people will throw those things to the wayside and focus so heartily on the negative, the bad stuff, the stuff that is trying to wreck us on a daily basis, really. And that's why it's so important. This is a little bit of a tangent, but that's why it's so important to me to really focus in on gratitude in our lives because it will help us to understand that we have so many things to be grateful for. We have so many wonderful blessings in our life. And by also turning to gratitude, we're able to realize, wow, okay, you know, I, I, but I'm really good at this. I may have been really bad at that or that didn't work out, but, or maybe I, I started from the bottom, now I'm here. Like, you know, aren't we all in that story at some point? So I think it's so important for us to realize that these negative things, we don't have to continue to draw them up. We don't have to continue to relive them. We don't have to continue to put those burdens on us. You know, we can cast those off and move on. So today I wanted to talk through a few different common beliefs that people get confused with. I truly believe it's a confusion because you think that you have to put these things on you as what defines you because they're part of your story, but it's really just part of your story. It doesn't have to like be attached to you. It's not a puzzle piece, um, like within the body of exactly who you are. It's just a part of your story. It's just something that you will share with people. It's something that you've overcome. It's, it's, it's a statement of strength. That's what I believe. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about common beliefs that people get confused with because it's important to know these things don't define you as a person. Truly the point here. So Let's start, and I'm just going to go through like four to share with you that are highly common things that people use to define themselves. If you want to look up more, if I don't necessarily hit on the thing that you feel like you're struggling with, please do. Please go to Google, type in like what doesn't define you, and you'll get a lot of different uh, examples to help you. So let's start with parents and family in general. This is definitely the one that I struggle with the most because... Oh, my family. <laughs> Crazy. I love them. There's, you know, there's some that are better than others. I think we all feel that way. And there are some that didn't really have an effect on me. And there's others that had a great effect on me, right? Um, it's just tough. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. So, nah. <laughs> Your family does not 
define who you are or what you're all about. They just don't. Even though you grew up with them and are a product of your parents, even if you are, and I wanted to make sure I mentioned this, to be just, you know, um, sensitive to people. If you are adopted um, or if you grew up with a, a set of people that you call your parents uh, because that's the relationship you have, which is great, you're still a product of them because you're a product of them like bringing you up and teaching you things and you know, helping you grow and learn and become the person that you are. So regardless of them being biological parents or not, you're still a product of them and how they raised you to be. Um, And you know, this is true because despite being raised by these people and around them on the regular, you are not a carbon copy of them. You're just not. You, You have different interests and passions and you may not agree with how they view the world and sometimes values and beliefs can be different, which I find really interesting. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, no, how could that be true? It just, it just can be true, you know, uh, cause it could just be based on how you see the world or because you're growing up in a different time frame, like, you know, a different decade, um, and generation, right. And it's just like the comparison between the kids, like people in my generation where we grew up with the internet, um, being new and, you know, we're, we're like, you know, first generation, um, internet users, as opposed to the generation that my daughter, my 13 year old daughter is growing up in now where it's just like the internet has always been there for them. There has never not been the internet that's, it's always been available. And, you know, parents are sneaking it in here and there, you know, use the phone, use the tablet to kind of just like occupy these children. They just grow up using it. And so, um, it's a different view on the world because they're like, what are you talking about? This has always been here. But for my generation, we're like, no, 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 you don't understand. It was a really big deal when you got to use the internet and when you got the internet in your house and all of these things, right? But I'm sure that even the generation before that or or back however many are like, uh, wow, you're really taking like having a really nice car um, or being able to buy things on the internet for granted because we, that wasn't a normal thing for us, right? Or even having like certain things that you could get in the mail or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, Or it's like, it's like the grandparents, grandparents that are like, you know, I, I didn't have a car. I had to walk to school uphill both ways in the snow and like those kind of things. So you just, you grow up in a different uh, time. You grow up in a different generation. And so you can definitely have different beliefs and ideals and just way that you view the world, which I just want to pin that back to how you are not a carbon copy of your parents or your family. You came from them. You learned, you grew from them. They don't define you. They don't define you. They don't define you and who you are and what you're all about. So if you just believe that and take that with you, and I know that it can be hard because maybe your family is trying to tell you that they do define who you are, but you don't have to accept that either. That might be a lot harder if they're very (laughs) trying to be convincing that they do define who you are, but you don't have to believe them or accept that really. You can try to tell them in a nice way that they are a part of who you are, but they don't define who you are who you are. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just don't feel that burden that you have to take on your parents and your family's mistakes, ideas, or attitudes either. I did want to mention that. I forgot to put that in. I wanted to make sure that you know that, yeah, you know what they believe and what they do, that can be enough. But if they've made mistakes, if they have different ideals or attitudes towards things that you are more accepting of or understanding of, or maybe different, just 
or opposite views in general, just know that even those things, they don't, they don't have to cloak you and define who you are because those are their things. And I'm sure you have your own things, right? Um, so another thing that doesn't define, uh, doesn't define you are your mistakes. And I talk about this all the time. Mistakes don't define who you are, what you're capable of, or even how smart you are. Just know that. Mistakes definitely don't define how smart you are. Uh, mistakes are wonderful opportunities to learn, grow, and change for the better. And, you know, sometimes it feels like these mistakes will follow us around because either someone will keep bringing it up or you'll keep bringing it up or there's some sort of trigger in your life that continues to bring it up. But that's, um, you know, we're allowing those past mistakes to have power over us and we need to let go and move forward. Mistakes and failures are wonderful things. You know, they don't, they don't feel wonderful in the moment. I, I, I get you. <laughs> they kind of suck. But if you allow yourself to, as gracefully as possible, move through those mistakes and problems and, and failures, then you'll be able to look back at learning opportunities and things you can glean from that experience and situation and then take that information to move forward and become a better person, a stronger person, a more capable person. Um, and hopefully not make that mistake again. Or if you do, it won't be as bad. You know what I mean? So mistakes are wonderful. Don't just feel like every mistake that you've made in the past is defining who you are and you're just like a mistake maker. You're just a failure. You're just someone that can't do stuff. No, no, that's not it. It's, it's more about allowing those things to teach you what you need to know and then grow and then move forward. Uh, the next one I want to mention is a big one. It's a big deal. And I know it's one that a lot of us struggle with. I feel like we all struggle with a lot of these, but this is the biggest one I feel. What other people think about you doesn't define you. And, you know, I definitely said at the top that the parent and family one was the one that I struggled with a lot and the most, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> uh, what other people think about me is definitely like a tie with that one because it's so hard when people come at you and they say things about you or even worse, they gossip about you behind your back and they tell someone that you're close to and that person tells you because they're like, listen, let me spill the tea and let you know like how bad they're talking about you because they want you to be aware and they feel they uh, owe you that, you know, and they want to be loyal to your friendship and relationship, which is great, but it sucks because then you find out what people are saying about you and it wrecks you, you know, it wrecks your brain and your mindset and who you thought you were. Um, but, but that's because you let it, it's because you let it in, you know, it's just their opinion. It's not facts. It's not facts at all. And you have to remember that. That's the hardest thing to remember. It's the hardest thing to accept just in general. Like it's just, it's just, it's just opinions. It's not facts. You know, it's because there's no evidence behind it. It's just their word. It's their word against yours. And even if it seems like their opinion is informed, like if it's backed with whatever <laughs> examples that they might pull or, you know, trying to draw in any past mistakes and things that you've done to form their opinion, it still doesn't define you because it's not facts. Yes. You may have made a mistake. Yes. You may have done something wrong, but it doesn't mean that any sort of negative things they say about you, that you're stupid or ugly or terrible or awful or the worst person in the entire world, it does not mean that those things are true and it doesn't mean that you have to accept them either. You really don't. Um, yeah, it's not something that you have to believe or let hold power over you. So you have to remember that and realize that you... By accepting what they're saying, their opinions, not facts, you are allowing 
those things to hold power over you. When the easiest thing to do, which is always the hardest thing to do, is to not let those things hold power over you. Let them go and continue to remind yourself that those things don't define who you are and what you're all about. And that only what you think about yourself really matters. And the more you do that and the more that they know you're doing that, the less power they know they'll have over you and it won't be as big a deal for them to continue to do it because they know they can't get to you. They just can't. And so the last one I want to mention is trauma. Trauma sucks, man. I've been through trauma. I'm sure a lot of us have. I'm sure a lot of us uh, are still dealing with it. I'm still dealing with it. I go to counseling once a week, guys. And the only reason I don't go more than once a week is because because I just I, uh, it's it's too much. It's it's emotional for me. Um, it's it's hard. So you know, and I'm not like in a state of trauma right now. So I don't think I need to go more than once a week. But I still go once a week, and I've been doing that for a long time. And it's helpful. But yeah, trauma, it sucks. It really does. I'm sure that's something that we could all bond and agree over. Um, but again, whatever trauma you went through does not define you. Even if it was terrible, even if you were played a part in it or something, you know, you felt like you were um, at fault for something and it turned into something even worse, you know, even then, absolutely not, not even close. You are not defined by what you've gone through. And it might feel like it because when you think about your trauma and the things that you've experienced and gone through and wish you could unsee and undo and unhear and whatever and an unexperienced in general, um, you can't do that. And it feels like it's like suffocating you. It's like this jacket or sweater that you can't get off of you. It's just clinging to you, Right. That's at least how I feel. And, and when something clings to you that heartily, it does feel like it defines you because it, because you feel like that's all that anyone else can see. That's all that anyone else knows about you is the terrible things that you've gone through. But I want you to know that if you haven't told certain people, then they're not going to know. And even the people that know, let's hope that you have good enough people in your life that they're not going to hold this against you because it's not as though you're out there looking for trauma. And even if you're looking for trouble and you found trauma, it's still not your fault and you're still not defined by it. You're just not. Um, yeah, you're just not. Trauma may affect you in ways that will take some time to overcome and work through. You know, look at me. <laughs> I'm still dealing with trauma that, uh, you know, I mean, things have still come up, but the bulk of my trauma was definitely in my childhood. And I am still here dealing with it like, what, 15, 16, 17 years later after it kind of ended. So, um, yeah, you know, it may still affect you and take some time to overcome and work through but it doesn't define you. The things that I went through, they don't define me as a person. They just have created an opportunity for me to be stronger and better, more resilient. And that's the way that you should think about it too. That's the attitude that you should take on. That's the attitude that you should have that should define you. Not what happened to you, not your experiences. And, you know, one of the best ways to work through whatever trauma you were suffering from is to tell yourself and believe it, 
because you can just tell yourself this and not believe it, but you have to tell yourself and believe it, is that it doesn't define who you are and who you will be in the future. And I feel like the second part of that statement is the most important because, you know, maybe right now when you're dealing with it and you're like, okay, well, I don't, I'll try not to believe it defines me right now, but how will it affect me in the future? I'll continue to carry around this baggage and that may or may not be true. However, if you are working to overcome it and do whatever work that you need to do to um, understand what you went through and overcome it, then yeah, it's definitely not going to be something that's going to define who you are in the future because you're working on it now. You're doing the time, you're putting in the work and the effort, and you are being a rock star. So I just want you to understand that it doesn't define you. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I promise. It's just a part of you. It's just another puzzle piece in the whole situation of who you are and what you're about. It really doesn't define you. And I want you to know that and I need you to believe it. And it's going to be hard. And it was really hard for me for the longest time. Um, But it's important so that you can continue to wake up and feel confident and feel strong and feel happy and feel so grateful for today and what you went through and how you've overcome it and how you're continuing to go from mountaintop to mountaintop and getting through any order valleys that peak in there as well. So I hope that you're encouraged by this and know that these things and many other things that have been negative experiences in your life don't define who you are. You get to make the decision on what defines you, whether it's what you're good at, what you're shining at, what you're passionate about, what you love, um, and the person that you've become after all this crap has happened. And even going forward, because you'll probably still make mistakes and your family will probably still be in the picture and uh, hopefully not, but there might be trauma down the road. Who knows? So you just have to remember who you are and hold steadfast to that. Um, So that's all I have to say about this episode. I do want to remind you of the five-minute reset because if you're having a hard day, if you feel stressed, if you feel overwhelmed, if you want to draw a line in the sand and decide to just move on, restart your day, and leave all the crap behind, try the five-minute reset. All you need is at least five minutes in your day to be by yourself, to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there, and it allows you to take a break from any issues or burdens that are dragging you down, come up with any resolutions for problems and issues you're dealing with alone or that include others, and I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things you're grateful for, big, small, or medium-sized. You can be grateful that you had friends over for the first time in a long time. Awesome. You can be grateful that you really nailed cooking a new recipe. I did that earlier this week. I did feel super happy about it. Especially when my husband's like, ooh, this is good. And I'm like, yes, nailed it. (laughs) Um, You can be grateful that you finally got in your gallon of water for the day and you're continuing to hit that goal. Or you can be grateful that you got extra sleep because of whatever changes in your schedule and you're just so happy you got to sleep in or get up a little later or, you know, go to bed earlier, whatever it is. So, uh, and then last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day because hopefully by creating your gratitude list, and then taking a moment to reflect on positives and blessings in your life, you'll realize that by focusing more on those things than on the negative things that you're experiencing, you'll be able to get through those negative things a lot easier. So I'm not saying you have to be positive all the time, just a majority. Um, So yeah, hopefully that helps you. And again, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, 
Sabrina. Check the description box below for show notes. Where to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Barroso. I am still randomly giving out gift cards to people that come and connect me, connect with me on Instagram by saying that you listen to the show. Um, please share the show. Keep listening. Keep downloading. I appreciate it. It helps me so much more than you even know. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me, you can do that on Instagram at Sabrina Perozo or my email, realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com, or fill out the form on my website, sabrinajoy.com, to get a hold of me. But I hope you guys have a fantastic day, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye, friends.